The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Rock on, Laurie, and rock the world with LinkedIn today. Nice, tonight, 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 all day long. We're rocking all day long, and we are going to rock really big with Nick. Now, Nick Johnson, who is our interviewee today, is from England. So it's 7 p.m. Eastern. You, can you imagine how late it is in, in England? And he's joining us for Rock the World with LinkedIn. Oh, my belt, imagine that a little bit more self. <laughs> just a little bit. You crack me up. I'm <laughs> a chameleon. What can I say? You're not a chameleon. You don't sound uh, great at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been all over the world, but anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, look, there's a lot going on with company pages. My gosh, I'm getting deluged with either things that are there now or coming. Um, you know, LinkedIn rolls stuff out, so not everyone gets to see stuff in right. periods like this. You tend to get an early view of stuff. <laughs> I do. And then I have friends who, if I don't have an early view, they'll Skype, do a Skype call with me and share their screen and say, look at what I can do now. And I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah, I get that. Did you see this? I go, no, it's not on my account. I don't get to see it. I'm not on that server. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, if, if you guys have, um, have access to your company page, but you don't see some of the features we're talking about, hold tight because it's coming. And it is brilliant. So some of the things they're doing, Mike, I'm really excited about when you land on a company page, you have the overview and the employees that are at the company and stuff. But there's a couple tabs at the top that people can click on if they see them. Careers being one. So if, if, mm. if companies have jobs that they're posting on LinkedIn, they can have a careers page. So those are high dollar things. So a comp- most companies don't don't have that. But they also have products and services. Oh, 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 like uh, landing pages, probably even. Right, exactly. So when you click on a product and service page or services or or products, whatever they have, you can now have, um, for example, if you go to integratedalliances.com or Integrated Alliances company page on LinkedIn, you'll see on our products and services tab that we've got a couple of product spotlights at the top. So one talks about the new Integrated Alliances University and people can click on it to go see more about it to our landing page on our website, or they can hit the slider and go see some more. It's a good spot to put 
Spiffy graphics. It's a great spot to put spiffy graphics. So if you don't have a graphic designer, let me know because I've got a guy who's brilliant, who's yeah, absolutely brilliant. He's done a lot of cool work for us. And he, you love working with him, don't you? I guys do. I work are, with him sometimes three or four hours at a time. I know. Move, move the line over here a little larger there. Let's round it out a little bit. What about a quarter point increase well, in the kerning? And that's that's kind of fun, right? Because you you wouldn't normally see that unless he did it and sent it to you. But you guys are working on Skype. You know, once you once you do these kind of design projects, everything is so tightly aligned, like a Lexus. You know, yes. donkey sound when the when the when, when the, the door shuts. The door shuts. Um, you take a real critical look at everyone else's site and realize that's not aligned, right? That doesn't equal that. The space over here is different than the space over there, and it, and it makes me draw conclusions that there's probably other things that are out of alignment as well. Like when you go to their LinkedIn profile and right. see. Wow, that's a really big paragraph. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you want um, short paragraphs. You know, that's a problem I see on company pages a lot. They'll have, you know, you go to some of the big companies and they'll have one huge globby paragraph. And you're like, I don't I don't want to read that. I don't have time. So the, the thing that we're talking about, guys, is, is the attention to detail, making things aesthetically pleasing on whether it's just text or if it's text and graphics or just graphics, keeping people's attention by having it be something that's nice to look at and easy to read and, and easy to understand. Yeah, my little thing that I'm obsessed with, and I, seriously, this is a really good thing, the automobiles make, automobile makers know it, is the alignment and the spacing around things. If it's five pixels on the left, it better be five pixels on the top and five pixels on the right and variable or five pixels on the bottom. Right. If it's seven over there and nine over there, that doesn't show good stuff. You're likely to do a profile for someone and have dangling participles in it. <laughs> Where do you come up with this stuff? I don't know. I don't even know hardly what it means anymore. But, you know, it's, <laughs> that means something that's kind of orphans, widows and orphans, that kind of stuff. You know, we don't do that kind of work. But, you know, there are, you see a lot of that out there where it's like, didn't anybody go to view it right. after they put it up? The exactly. big fat paragraph is usually the one that lets me know that no one looked. So the other cool thing about company pages and this product highlight thing on, on LinkedIn is you can highlight different products based on who, who is viewing your company page. So if they're viewing your company page and they're in financial services, they might see one product highlight. If they're in landscaping and design, they might see a different product and highlight. If they're in IT or internet services, they might see yet another. So you can put multiple product highlights and, and identify who that is for, who should be looking at, at each one. You know, in the software world, we call those if-then-else statements. Yes, exactly. I love those if-then-else if statements. Then go there. If you're that, then go there. Otherwise, everyone else goes over here. There you go. The other cool thing is on each one of those product pages, um, when you click on them, it creates its own little landing page, and you can have bold, italic, and underline on LinkedIn. Oh, I like bold. You know that. I know. You love this variety, right? And, yeah. and, let me, I'm not done yet. There's Oh, and there's more. more. There's this is a late night TV show. Like it's 7 o'clock. It's not late. <laughs> a late night infomercial, right? So you can have a YouTube video, which pushes down the display ad, um, and you can also have a LinkedIn promotion. You can put disclaimers on your product pages and stuff. I mean, all kinds of ideas. You can you can identify, for example, on Integrated Alliances You on our company page, I list you as the contact that people should reach out to. So it ties your profile in and they can say, oh, I should contact Mike if I want more information about this. They know yeah. who to go to. Ricky, don't lose that number. Right. You know, but you could go back and find it because it's the Air Force. Hey, let, I'm excited as heck 
Brett, aren't you? I am thrilled. You guys are going to love Nick Johnson of Useful Social uh, Useful Social Media. It's, it's really, really cool. He'll be right back after the break. Brasco, take us away. Let's go thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we got some cool stuff in store for you. I got some aching for some guitar, Brasco. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. As you know, being an expert at f***. (gasps) What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f***. Performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Warning! Listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. Webmasterradio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Rockin', rockin', rockin' the world with LinkedIn, Lori. Oh, God, I love us. I do, too. And, you know, every time you do that, every time you start getting excited about we're back from break and stuff like that, we're getting the show started, you put your arms around me, you just about pull me over. So, um, I, 
I do. I'm reaching for the Mountain Dew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're worth hugging. I'm worth hugging. Any excuse to give me a hug. So, yeah. hey, I know somebody I want to hug, but I can't because he's way too far away. Nick Johnson, our guest today, is the founder of Useful Social Media, which is a business intelligence company that offers conferences, reports, and analysis for large companies who are using social media, and not just in the UK, but worldwide. And so, for example, in June, they're going to have a huge conference in New York on the likes of Dell and McDonald's and, and companies like that will be attending. They've got one later in the year in San Francisco. So if you're working at a large company, you want to find out more about them, go to usefulsocialmedia.com and get all the good information. So Nick, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, I'm privileged. Are you ready to rock, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I will try my best, Mike. <laughs> okay. I'll slap him for you. <laughs> <laughs> He can't help trying new new sounds. Well, I'm a little bit of a chameleon, I must say. A little bit. You're not a chameleon. You you stand out really well. well. I travel the world, so you pick a little bit up here and there, and you know it just kind of you know creates your own your own dialect. Yeah, yeah. Your own dialect. <laughs> he's full of crap, Nick. Don't believe anything he's saying. <laughs> Overflowing. Overflowing. I will bear that in mind. He's got blue eyes normally. Today they're really really brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, hey, Nick, tell us, how, how did you get interested in social media? Uh, okay, it was, it was a few years ago now. Um, I've been working for uh, the parent company of, of useful social media for, for, for five or so years, uh, working predominantly on corporate responsibility and sustainability stuff. But I've always had a bit of an interest in, in technology, and, and, and uh, I've been you know, following developments in, in, in this sort of space for a while. And I just started thinking that, that when you look around, you see an awful lot of um, chat and conversation and, and discussion from, from social media gurus uh, talking to, to each other. But when, when you go and you look at brands and you look at how actual companies are, are, are using this stuff, there's, there, doesn't, there didn't seem to be that much out there. There didn't seem to be that much best practice out there for, for companies. So, um, so I thought I would try and put together a, a company that would help, help to do that and, and, and allow big brands to, to share information with each other. That's that's really insightful because you're you're right. Just as little as two years ago, there really wasn't a lot. There were some breakout conferences. Remember, we went to yeah. Integrated Marketing Summit and things like that, where they were trying to pull in marketing professionals. But I, I remember just a few years ago, people in the marketing profession weren't really that into social media, and then it seemed like you blink. Um, a couple of our friends who were marketing professionals had been out of work for 18 months, and then they couldn't get a job because they didn't have any social media experience. Yeah, yeah, that's the it's the boxes there. There's new boxes that get checked off by employers now, and there's little boxes or you know at the bottom because you know they added them to the form. They didn't reorder, <laughs> so but but they're there. But they're yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, hey Nick, I've got one question that, that just just irks me, and that uh, just really, really—I don't want to say irks me, but it brings to to mind what's the difference between one kind of company and another in terms of how they use social media. Say it's a tech company versus a consumer products company. How do they do things differently? Well, if it. it it really depends um, on on the specific company. One of the things we we've done a report recently uh, called the the state of corporate social media, and we split out the the responses that we got from about six hundred and fifty companies in a few different ways. And one of the ways we split the the, the information out was was between B two B 
companies um, and B2C companies. And if you look at the approach that those uh, different groups take to this stuff, it is it is it is radically different. Um, so so B2C companies tend at the moment to be using uh, social media more more like a loudspeaker, really. Um, those those that are maybe a little bit more advanced are starting to have a conversation, but it's it's a it's a shortcut uh, to get in front of as many people as possible. For the B2B companies, it seems to be a little bit more about identifying communities that they can engage with and they can help um, and, and building relationships. So it's a bit more complex, as far as I can tell, actually, on, on the B2B side. That makes a lot of sense because you, who you're trying to reach um, I know a lot of when we were first starting, we've always focused primarily on B2B. And when um, LinkedIn was a lot younger, a lot of people kept saying, well, my the people I need to reach aren't out there. And that's why I think a lot more B2B people are out on LinkedIn because okay. so many people in the companies were on LinkedIn as opposed to Facebook or Twitter that it, it's really solidified their place in the market. Mm-hmm. Cool. Absolutely. The, the, the tools to extract people from that network to engage them are there on LinkedIn, and frankly, they're not. They're on Facebook. Try to do a search on Facebook for a marketing analyst for a <laughs> such and such in such a place with these keywords in it, or, you know, you I'll, I'll take one out of five of that. I mean, pick any one of those. There's no such ability in the other environments out there. A little bit, a little bit in the Twitter world. But, no, but, I, I agree. I agree completely. I mean, we we find obviously we um, uh, use for social media are a, are a B two B company. Effectively, you know, we're we're trying to attract other companies to come along to the conferences or, or read the reports. Um, and and the the marketing outreach that we do, um, we find that the the tools and the functionality of, of LinkedIn really lend themselves very, very well to, to B2B conversations, being able to jump into groups and contribute to discussions that way, being able to pull out data, being able to, to you know, put together your own groups organically um, and then, then communicate with them through announcements and, and, and discussions. Um, the, the functionality there lends itself really well to the sort of things that we want to do. Saying that, I would say that, you know, something like Twitter and, and, and something like Facebook have, have other strengths there that maybe LinkedIn doesn't have. Um, even though they've 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 tried to build them in things like the um, the the constant updating and the 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 uh, status updates that that are famous on Twitter and Facebook and that have been introduced by LinkedIn relatively recently, I think that sort of stuff maybe Twitter is 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 winning on at the moment. Well, I think it'll all, it'll that'll always be the case, Nick, because. Uh, yeah. Because really, LinkedIn isn't about what's happening real time in your personal life. It really isn't about that at all. And Facebook and Twitter are more centered on that, actually. I, I think LinkedIn did a, a made a really good strategic move when they partnered with Twitter to really um, enhance the functionality of LinkedIn using LinkedIn Signal and the Twitter updates and, and things, being able to go cross-platform between. Although a lot of a huge mistake some people make is adding their Twitter account to LinkedIn and letting all of their tweets update their LinkedIn status throughout the day, which is Absolutely. a little bit of, little bit of overkill. But that, that's really cool. Now, um, you have um, you, you talked about the, the report, the state of social media, and what I'd like mm-hmm. to do is ask you um, to send me a copy of that and make it available on our website for our listeners. We do a, a blog post uh, following each radio show. So what I'll do is... Um, if you're agreeable, now that I'm asking you this on the air, you have to say yes. Is uh, allow me to put that on if it's if it's a if it's a complimentary report that is um, to put that on the on the um, website. And if it's not complimentary, how can people get it? 
No, that's that's absolutely fine. What we've done is a couple of things. We've got uh, the report, which we we've we've got hosted on our site, and we've also done a key uh, a, a key findings uh, presentation, which we we have out on on SlideShare. We've got up on our own site, which come which goes through ten of the the biggest most interesting findings um from from the report and i i would be more than happy to to share both of those with you guys but it is complimentary it's free there's no there's no charge involved actually i have a a better idea then instead of hosting it on our site i'll give me the links to your site and i'll redirect people there so that they can find more because you offer so much i know when we we first found each other on twitter actually and, and when we connected um and you started telling me about all the different um the business intelligence and the things that you put together and the way you try to bring companies together to enhance their efforts and share best practices. I got real excited about having you on the air. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. It's, it's, a, it's a great field to be in, to be honest. I, I feel like, I mean, you, you, you learn new things every day and, and the way that the business works is, is quite, quite fluid and quite responsive and, and, and quite fast. So I find myself doing radically different things day to day. It's not just a, a, a normal desk-bound job, which, which I'm relieved by, really. Nice. Well, let me ask the question then. In a normal day, how much of it is what you planned and how much of it is new stuff that, that, that came up? I mean, or- <laughs> um, unfortunately, whilst I'm, I'm a big fan of, of planning ahead, I very rarely manage to be successful in following through with those plans. Um, we, we've got a relatively big team and, and, and it's growing. Um, and, and often I have to, to jump in and help other people with things. But obviously with... with with social media you you've got to be involved in a conversation so as soon as people start messaging us on 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 twitter on facebook and on on linkedin we've got to be able to jump in and and respond to them so it means that you know you can't really stick to a a um a very organized very orchestrated day planner unfortunately you know that that's a great point because it now having social on my on my desktop is like having my phone next to me it, it's yeah. it's valuable it, it's indispensable and i feel very very disconnected when i'm not connected online as well um and 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 actually i find that it helps me move business faster uh forward faster because we can we can message each other without having to pick up the phone, whether we're using Skype or messages on LinkedIn or mm-hmm. Twitter, direct messages, all of those different options. Of course, there's more places to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the, the question of, well, I sent you a message and well, where would I look for that message now? Kind of come, comes into play. Uh, yeah. I sent you a note. Oh, good. Well, no, absolutely. Like, and you communicated um, recently about your um, your options this summer for um, for a certain festival, and we're we're still, I think, having to to decide what you're what you're gonna you know what what would Mike do as opposed to what you selected to do as opposed to what I chose. So what's what's up in the air? What's going on with that? Okay, well, I've um, I was very excited uh, last night to find that uh, there there were tickets still available for a, a festival in London, uh, Hyde Park Calling, I believe it's called, uh, where Paul Simon was playing. And he was playing the whole of Graceland, which is kind of a formative album from, from my childhood. Not because I was around when it was first released, uh, but because it was a big favourite of my dad's. Uh, so we used to listen to that on long car journeys. Um, the first day of this three-day festival, Bruce Springsteen is playing, and I have got the impression that Mike is rather <laughs> a Bruce Springsteen fan from, uh, from our previous conversation. Um, yeah, <laughs> sure good. I I I waited in line for three days for Bruce Springsteen tickets in Arizona and didn't get them. 
They sold out before I got there. This is right when uh, 1984 came out. Maybe it's the river. How do you it was, wait it was, in it was, line for three days? It's college. We camped out. It was really fun. I, someone would sort of wait in line with me, and I'd, I'd go to class and come back, you know, with my backpack, and stayed out overnight. It was wow. really, really fun. Wow, that's commitment. That's commitment. That, but I, I never, I never knew I met somebody before. Obviously, I've met Mike several times, but um, <laughs> I never knew I met somebody who actually did that. Yeah, it was really fun in college. It was a, it was a, I wouldn't say it's a ritual, but you know, Springsteen was the hottest thing in the world back then. Uh, Springsteen and Michael Jackson were the two hot ones. Wow. Well, well, Nick, what, what's the music scene in London like? Can you just like, are there pubs around that you can go see really cool people, or is it? What's tell it's, us about. That. It's pretty good, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's it's a bit of a world city, of course, London. So, so what what you find is that whilst there's a pretty vibrant local music scene, um, and actually the the area that we work in is is an area called Spitalfields, which is right very close to to Hoxton, the east side of London, and there's a lot of little bars and clubs around there, which 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 have great gigs on most nights. But at the same time, you also get people travelling over on relatively limited tours, small American bands. Um, who will come to London because it's one of the places you've got to go to. So I've, I've been fortunate enough to see a fair few of my, uh, my favourite bands over the years, um, simply because I'm lucky enough to live, live where I do. Nice. Very nice. If you could, if you could see anybody in the world, if, if I said, Nick, I'm going to give you a ticket, uh, alive or dead from the last, you know, since the 70s forward or, or whatever, anybody in the world, um, who would you choose to go see? Well, that is, that's, that's See, quite that's a tough question. question. But to be honest, my, um, my, I, w- I would say Neil Young, I think, who I saw about 20, no, about 10 minutes of when he played at the Isle of Wight Festival um, a few years ago now, uh, but had to leave. So missed what was a gig that I was very much anticipating. So I would like to write that wrong and, and see him, I think. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I um, my dad saw Neil Young and came home and told me how much he regretted not taking his daughters, and, <laughs> and so that was uh, that was kind of interesting. Well, we are um, we're about out of time. So, but tell us, Nick, how can people find you online? Where's the best place for them to to connect with Nick Johnson? Uh, the best place is, is probably Twitter, to be honest. Um, there's there's two accounts. There's there's the Useful Social Media account, which is at Useful Social. Um, and then there's my personal account, which is at G.N. Johnson, because my name is actually George Nicholas Johnson. Um, so it's G.N. Um, and they're the best best options, I would say. Nice. And do you have the same picture on your Twitter profile that you do on LinkedIn? I do. That very dapper one of me in a, um, in a dinner jacket. Yeah. And a dinner jacket and a bow tie, and it is so sophisticated. I absolutely (laughs) love your photo. And it's not like, you know, it's not like a James Bond kind of moment. It's like a very youthful James Bond, looking over your shoulder, laughing and stuff. You look so happy, and and there's so much energy coming out of that picture. So hopefully now our listeners will be really intrigued to go check you out at GN Johnson on Twitter or at Useful Social Media. Nick, thanks so much for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn. Thank you very much for inviting me, guys. You rock, brother. Cheers.